Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Healed Guys podcast, your source for the best sports mind since Jerry Reinsdorf. We are your hosts, Max Jensen and Cameron Curran, and this will be the conclusion of our Michael Jordan Last Dance reaction series. Plus, we'll do uh, we'll do some debating about more pointless things towards the end of the episode. As always. As always. Um, I apologize in advance for the poor audio and video quality. I am currently on the road, road tripping. The cold Outer Banks. The cold Outer Banks. That was just a, that was a tweet. That's that's actually, that was a recent tweet. I'm impressed Mm -hmm. you've been keeping up with that. Yeah. I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Cape Cod right now. And I, I realized that it's, it's literally just the cold Outer Banks. Like a yeah. beach town where you got like the rich people and the working class. It's very similar. Just cold. Nice. Well, that's everywhere. No, it's not everywhere. It's a beach town. That's that's true, right? I feel like that's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is about Michael Jordan. Let's talk about uh Michael Jordan instead of uh, instead of the uh, the cold Yeah. Um. I guess we can start with kind of just what we thought about the whole thing. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was probably the best sports documentary I've ever seen. I mean, I haven't seen a ton. Um, the only one I really can compare it to is the uh, the one on the Nationals uh, World Series win. But I didn't like that because I feel like the, uh, the people were uh, expecting the Astros to win and then they didn't. But there's a new one coming out this weekend, so I'm happy for that. But I about do think it was... Nationals? Yeah. It's like Who's a team, team-produced... Um, documentary. Ah, so I, I'm, okay. I'm sure I'll like that one better. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I know Michael Jordan came into it thinking like, oh, I don't know how people were going to perceive me. I might be seen as a bully. I didn't really see that. I liked his competitiveness. Um, I think that's just a part of his personality. And maybe he did push his teammates around a little bit, but I think like that's not necessarily like a terrible thing. That was just his way of really pushing them um, to be as successful as they, they could be. Um, and, you know, the documentary as a whole, just they had so much access, like um, inside the locker rooms while they were gambling, like all this stuff. It was really cool to, cool to watch. Yeah. I mean, specifically about like Michael Jordan's personality because that, that felt like that was a huge conversation point for a lot of the documentary besides the whole basketball accomplishments and the, the, the Bulls dynasty. A big part of it was Michael Jordan and his personality and how he affected the people around him. And I, I'm coming out of it thinking, yeah, the guy was kind of a dick, but like, to be that good, you kind of have to be, right? I mean, everyone who, like, all the people who they were interviewing who were calling him, like, mean or saying these, like, calling him a tyrant, like, they were the people who didn't win anything. So, like, which would you guys, would you rather have six titles or a guy who was nice to you? You know, and it's not like Michael Jordan was mean all the time. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of how, even though it was like, me. It had to have been, I mean, Michael Jordan has to have had a huge hand in producing, like, the content that came out of that. 
like even with with him having a hand in probably producing and editing it it still came off a little bit like he was a little bit of a mean guy but i mean no one came into it thinking he was a pure soul anyone who came into that thinking he was a pure soul knew nothing about sports mm-hmm. um so i mean my like view of michael jordan specifically as a person hasn't really changed too much i think the main part that changed about michael jordan specifically was he seemed to make i always considered him to be a more selfish basketball player kind of like um like kobe where and obviously michael jordan had those moments where he said like give me the ball like this is my time but he also he was able to make the players around him better and i never before this documentary i never thought of him as a player who made others better i always saw the bulls as they're a bunch of really good players and jordan was just by far the best one yeah um watching that you you could see that he made everyone around him better and then overall as a docu-series and just as documentary is very well produced oh yeah um I kind of wish they'd spent a little less time on Pippen and Rodman just selfishly, but I understand. I understand the, like the need for that as kind of, they needed to as background. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I also kind of on my screen. (laughs) (laughs) I also kind of wish they had been able to get um, Michael's like ex-wife on there. I thought that would have been really interesting. I wish they got like more family time. Yeah, they um, didn't show the kids till the last episode, which blew my mind. I was like, well, right. like, I assume he had kids, but I was like, like, whoa, he's got three kids. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah, heck? yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's just because he wanted to keep them out of, like, for their own privacy reasons, or he's just not too close with them and the family. I, I have no idea. I'm not friends with him, but because um, I am. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, they would have played a bigger role in the documentary, but right, we're, we're they all have their own reasons as to why they weren't in it um, as much. So I thought overall it was a fantastic documentary. Yeah, and another thing yeah, that, was, that was mentioned uh, towards the end of the episode, they were talking about how big Michael Jordan was, and this was sort of a part of the, the whole documentary about like how, like how much larger than life he really was um, how many fans he had like internationally. Um, and I forget who mentioned it on the, the doc, but um, they said it was like such a bigger deal that he was big because he didn't have social media to grow his presence. Yeah. I mean, nowadays it's, it's, I don't want I don't know if it's easy, but it's easier for someone like an athlete in the U S to, to gain support internationally just through social media and phones and all that. So the fact that he, like, people across the globe knew who Michael Jordan was and were some of his biggest fans. It's, um, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I think one of, I forget who I heard make this argument, but I think through watching this documentary or docu-series, there's people have been able to find the, a lot of times when you hear the argument between LeBron and Jordan, people act as if they're arguing the same topic and they're not. 
people who argue for Michael Jordan often argue that he is just the greatest of all time. And people who argue for LeBron often argue that he's the best basketball player of all time. And those sound like they're the same, but they're not. Um, if, if you're arguing that LeBron is the best, like overall talented basketball player of all time, that makes sense. And that's, that's a completely valid argument, but you also there, you have to understand the fact that in 20 years, there'll be another guy who's better than him just because of the, the trend of evolution. There's going to be <laughs> someone who's overall better than him. Yeah. Jordan was able, I feel like, and this is what I think the docu-series did the biggest role in displaying, was that he transcended his basketball stardom and he was just a new level of, of popular and famous. And I think that's the argument for him over LeBron. And I also think that's why that puts him in a very small list of people who, who he can be compared to, right? LeBron is in no way the same star that Michael Jordan is. LeBron can't have 10 episodes made out of it. He just can't. And Michael, he was... I don't know how he did it. I don't know what the difference is between the way he and LeBron act because it's like the, especially what we were talking about, LeBron has social media. LeBron is active in like social issues. He built a school yet for some reason, Michael Jordan was able to transcend the popularity of yeah. basketball and Michael and LeBron James still feels like he is a basketball player at first. Um, and that, that puts Michael on a list of, like, him, Muhammad Ali, and Tiger. And there's, like, no one else on that list of people who were able to get outside of that and just be overall famous. And I think that's what the docuseries showed, was that he transcended basketball to a certain degree that most people don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, they interviewed Obama, and he said him and the Bulls changed culture. And I think that's entirely true. Um, he grew bigger than just a basketball player. And I don't think anyone really moving forward um, has that same ability. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about um, the last two episodes uh, specifically. Um, the, the first thing, the 97 finals versus the Jazz. There was a little incident. Um, I guess they called it uh, like flu gate, but then they realized that it was food poisoning. Michael Jordan ordered the pizza didn't feel so good. There's thoughts. Was it poison? Like what's, what's going on here? Um, you know, it's, it's up for debate, but I, I don't think it was intentionally poisoned. I, I think recently the guy who made the pizza came out like on social media, he's like, guys, like it was just me and one other, one other person. Like I didn't do anything. Um, so he, he's denying it. The, the Bulls players, um, their story made it sound like maybe, maybe something was going on. Um, but, but what are, what are you thinking? Was it, uh, poisoned intentionally? Well, I mean, personally, no, but <laughs> I, I think it'd, it'd be great if we were able to start this huge conspiracy, get it really, yes. get it really going off the ground. For sure. We, we start this whole thing, get this guy, like his life is ruined because people think he tried to kill Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, well, I think I, it's really gain some some altitude. Yeah, I I don't think it's realistic for them to be able to to poison him just because they would have had to know it was Michael Jordan who was ordering the pizza, and Michael right. Jordan's not ordering his own pizza; it's his trainer, or whoever, security guards. Um, so I feel like they'd have no way of knowing it was actually him. Um, I mean, inside job. Ah, right. Yeah, I I can definitely see Krauss getting in there trying to sprinkle some like cyanide on that pizza. <laughs> yeah, but it it didn't matter. He came out forty four minutes, thirty eight points. That was kind of ridiculous how it's, he was able to fight through. But it's it's Michael Jordan, especially since you think about it. Like this happened at the tail end of his career. So this obviously he was still he's younger like, than God tier. But it's it's impressive that like not quite in his prime anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. and not quite as young as like he's not able to recover as quickly as he might have been able to when he was like just coming to the league. It's mm-hmm. impressive that he was still able to do it even as he was getting a little getting a little elderly. Yep. And uh also in that series Big shot by the man Steve Kerr. Dude, I I love that guy. The Warriors got a good guy. Um, yeah. They they showed the uh, the touching story with his dad, and we we talked about Michael Jordan earlier about how he was he he was selfish when he needed to be. Yeah. But besides that, he was willing to make other players better, and he knew Kerr was going to be open for that shot. G- gave up the spotlight to him, and I I loved Steve Kerr's. Um, when he was talking at the the championship ceremony, he's like, "Yeah, the um, the coach wanted uh, MJ to take the shot, but he 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 wasn't feeling it. So he's like, Kerr, you do it.' I, he's he's a funny guy. I like wasn't, Steve Kerr. Like, didn't a similar thing happen with Paxson in like episode seven or eight, where Jordan like drove in, passed out to Paxson, and Paxson hit the game winning shot. It, I, I don't remember the specifics, but that sounds... I feel like, I feel like something similar right. happened with, with Paxson. That yeah. rings a bell. Um, but mo- moving along to okay. the... Uh, Clean transition, Max. The, uh, the 98 Eastern Conference Finals. Um, this might have been like a closer series than the eventual finals um, that year. But it was really surrounded by, you know, Reggie Miller versus Michael Jordan. And he yeah. talked about Reggie Miller about how he was going up against Black Jesus, which is what he called Michael Jordan. And there <laughs> was a just a name. ton of trash talking. Um, it seemed like a great matchup. Um, Indiana was probably their like toughest team besides the the Detroit Pistons. Um, but it was you know a really good series. And the the Pacers fans they showed shots of them. Oh my God! Like they are hardcore. Yeah. Um there was like this one shot of this woman just screaming over and over again. But um I mean, it kind of came down to um I think it was was a game 6 um for Reggie's shot. I think it was game 6. Um okay. he he took that shot with like I don't know like 2 seconds left and it went in and everyone was going crazy and then Larry Bird he knew there was a couple seconds left on the clock. He's like, you could see it in his face. He was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he was not having it. Cause he knew, he knew Jordan had that opportunity. Um, I mean, there's like, I mean, Bird has, he's got like personal 
memories about the bird specifically did something like that during his career where mm -hmm. he like he grabbed a ball yeah he had the ball like from three like the clock the clock was running down puts it up he hits it but the coach had called the timeout so that he was like he walked up to the guy who was guarding him and he goes i'm gonna get it right here and i'm gonna drain it in your face and the guy like oh, whatever they like drop the play <laughs> Bird gets it, like puts it up directly in his mouth, mm -hmm. drains it, looks up. Didn't mean to leave two seconds on the clock. <laughs> yep. So he's he's always been a stickler for the for the game winner. Right. Um, but you know, Jordan ends up missing it. They end up lucking out. And then they go and lose game seven. So it it didn't All really matter. Worthless. But uh, I, I like the uh, the little exchange between um, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird after the uh, after the last game. They had yeah, they had yeah. some some words for each other. Vanity, um, if you will. right. But that 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 I, was that was Larry Bird and Michael Jordan. That's just like yeah. That was just that was the vibe back then. <laughs> yeah, I kind of <laughs> I I say I miss that, but I've never like seen that. It'd be cool to see I wish sort I of more that. more rivalries in today's day yeah. and age that, that'd be cool i think um i i i miss I, I wish out of like players i wish i would have like gotten to see play in real life yep. like besides the obvious ones like michael and magic mm -hmm. i i think reggie miller would would be one of the first ones i picked yeah i think he would have been a lot of fun to watch in real life for sure um yeah I I I think you're onto something. Plus that um, that brand of basketball would have been fun too. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's well, so physical. Not not just the Reggie Miller brand, which was fun, but there's if you go like go back and watch those games in, in their entirety. I mean, it's there. It's violent moments in, Electric. in those games. It's yep. I mean, it it has changed like dramatically since just like the way the game is played. Yeah, and I obviously I I think it's better that now like people are not like throwing like elbows at each other well, on a daily right, basis. Right. But I I think it would have been fun to watch like just one or two of those kinds of games. Every now and then. Yeah. Um but yeah, the Bulls win that series and move on to the last games of Michael Jordan with the Bulls um against the Jazz in the ninety eight finals. Game three um, I think the series was, was tied one to one going into it. The Bulls just went off ninety six to fifty four in a finals game. Like, how embarrassing is that if your team that's, that's, goes that's into hard. the finals and just gets demolished? Like, yeah. that that must have been tough with the Jazz. But almost the biggest story of this entire finals was not Michael Jordan. It was Dennis Rodman. Dennis yeah. Rodman left the team to go and uh, do do some wrestling. You know, his his side gig. You know, it was fun to watch though. I saw a video of it. He was he was yeah. It was actually it was. I mean, maybe it wasn't the right time and place, but probably not. It was. He was like jumping over a man. He was running full speed at him. Yeah. I mean, it's choreographed, but it was still fun. But then you ask the question, when when did they choreograph that? 
Ooh. It's it's that would you know, it implies Rodman probably been seeking out before as well. Probably so. Um, but <laughs> Dennis Rodman is so fun to watch. But I think I think Phil Jackson like found the perfect way to sort of like control him because you have to give him a little leash, right? Because if you don't let him do these things, he's he's going to get mad. His play is probably going to get affected. And I, I think this is a little over the top, kind of leaving during yeah. the finals. Um, but you got to give him a little rope because um, that's just his personality. He's not going to be able to to sit down and play a whole basketball season without, you know, his his Rodman breaks or whatever you want to call yeah. it. I mean, and you saw that with the Lakers too. Like he, the Lakers was it was a complete bust just because it it the personalities didn't match. So I think the fact that they were able to get Rodman for a few solid good seasons and actually get some real efficiency out of him is a testament to uh, just the organization in general. Yeah. He's probably only successful um, in Chicago during that time. Um, So that was around game three, moving on to game six, the defining game in the series Scotty Pippen, I think it was like the first play, he goes in for a dunk and he just he hurts himself. Um, and he's hobbling around. He has to leave the game for a little bit. And even when he comes back, he's sort of just a decoy. So Jordan has to take over. Um, and this is his final game with the Bulls. Yeah. It, it would have been for his career um, if he didn't come back for the, uh, the Wizards. I'll never understand why I did that. I, I'm a Wizards fan, and I, I don't get it either. You didn't, um, get, you didn't even get the good – was the Bullets back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was – it was the, he was on the Wizards, but the Bullets were the good teams, right? They were good before, like, I want, late yeah, I 80s. I think it was late 80s that they were actually good. Was it, was it the Wizards by that point? They, he, he was on the Wizards, right? It, was, oh, okay. it wasn't the Bullets. I thought it, I thought it was still the Bullets at that time. Oh. Um, but sort of the, the last 40 seconds was really, I think it was really a good representation of Michael Jordan's career, yeah. right? He was down. He had to fight to overcome, you know, a, a small uh, deficit, but he did. He took over. I, I think they were down, I don't know, two or three, and he makes that good defensive spot, stop and uh, goes down and scores the point. Um, but I think that just is a good representation of Jordan's career because he had to fight through so much, right? He was cut through his high school uh, basketball team. Um, you know, he had a tough time early on his early on in his career, um, and he fought through all that and won six championships. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a, a good way to. He was good at what he did. End his Bulls yeah. career. Um, yeah, I I really wish he he had just ended it there. It would have been a, a movie finish. Right. Although I don't think his legacy – I think pe- people just forget about the whole Wizards thing in general. Yeah. I, I, I don't think his legacy is diminished by the whole Wizards thing at all. People yeah. kind of just push that to the side. Right. I agree. Um, and then after all of this, the documentary – I thought it was a perfect end of the documentary, how it showed like on the screen it was – black background with some text and it was like oh yeah yeah, yeah. and that, that whole, like, was disney, traded the whole disney movie rodman was released all that it was yeah. 
Yeah, it was yeah, a quick fall apart. Yeah, it was yeah. so sad to watch because um, the owner, who is our best sports mind uh, since, um, and he's still the owner. I didn't realize that. He's still the owner of the Bulls and the yeah. White Sox. Um, but he was talking. He's like, yeah, we tried, and there's, there's no way – uh, we were getting them all back. And then it cuts to Jordan. He's like, yeah, man, we could have gotten them all back. One year deal. So it's it's really tough because I really think they could have gotten that seventh um, if they had all come, in, come back for like a one-year deal. Pippen would be the one to convince. Yeah. Um, but I think the rest of them would be like, yeah, let's, let's get this team back. Um, Phil Jackson didn't do too shabby, though. He went on to win two more championships with the Lakers, didn't he? He won more than two. Phil Jackson. When did he stop coaching the Lakers? Like 2011, I think. Oh, really? It was that late? I thought he won two with the Lakers. Yeah, he won. Let's see. He won one. Goodness. This keeps changing up on me. He won one, two, three, four, five with the Lakers. Oh, he won all five with the Lakers. Wow. Yep, so 11 in total. So, Phil Jackson's the guy we should be talking about. Phil Jackson. And he 11 won, championships. Um, that's just coaching. I think he won some playing, too. With the Knicks? Yeah, he. I feel he's probably considered one of, if not the greatest basketball coach in all time, of all time, but I, think, I, I feel like he's a little underrated. Yeah. He doesn't get talked about as much he, as he should. Yeah, That, that he, whole he Zen vibe. He was, and I liked when he had them – write something down on a piece of paper and throw it in the fire. I thought that that was really cool. And Steve Kerr was like, man, this is, this is like the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. I was so emotional. Um, so I thought I that was my, really cool. I do with my school notes. We did that last year. Yeah. yeah. I, I did that last night. Ah, it took my, all my math stuff. So Very nice. I think I, I still, I still think I have a few, units left but most of it went All in our the it was variable fantastic. notes it's that stuff is flammable as hell <laughs> yeah um but i think that kind of s- sort of wraps up the uh the jordan talk we both really love the documentary gained some respect for uh for jordan yep definitely um, gained some more respect for jordan because i finally got to actually watch what yeah, yeah. we we learned about something that we never got to experience as sports fans because we're 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 quite young. We are 18. We are. Um, but now into the uh, the second part of the podcast where we talk the, about... The, the more serious part of the podcast. Right. If you exactly. Um, we talk about our non-sports um, related topics. Last time we talked about our favorite childhood shows. Yep. This time we're moving on to a much more serious topic in candy, our favorite candy. The, um, the best candy flavors... Yeah. This is a bracket. It's like a March Madness style bracket mm-hmm. that one of my friends created. So we're we're borrowing this off of his, uh, off of his Instagram, off of his his website. Yep. So thank you, Ezra, if you ever find this for nice. uh, for letting us use your candy tournament. <laughs> yes. All right. So I guess we'll we'll just go down sort of the first round of the bracket. Yep. Um, do some matchups real quick. First matchup, the number one seed Reese's Cups against Mike and Ike's. It's got to be Reese's Cups. It's, it's, I feel like that's an easy one. I don't, 
Yeah. I don't know if I've really tried Mike and Ike's too much, but I they're fine. I don't really like them. I don't think they're kind of just like. I mean, they're fine. Like they're not awful. The lemon yeah. ones are pretty bad. I mean, it, it's chocolate and peanut butter. You can't beat that. Yeah. No, Reese's cups. I think they're in the running for. I think my favorite candy of all time. Yeah, so Def- definitely up there. Um, you ever had those? They had like those Reese's chocolate bars that are insane. I don't think I've tried that. You got to try one. Those are All right. insane. All right. It does sound good. Um, next matchup, Smarties versus Warheads. That's an easy Smarties for me. Yeah, Warheads, they're, they're just too much to handle. Yeah, Warheads are fun every now and again. Yeah, but if you're, if you're sitting down to really enjoy a candy. To enjoy a candy Smarties. You're not going like, to enjoy a Warhead. Did you ever do that? That's true. You only do warheads for the meme. Yeah, you're you're, you're, you're like you're like hey, I can do this. You're, you're trying to prove yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it's a rite of passage when you're eight. <laughs> exactly. Did you ever do the things with Smarties where you like like twist open like the back and you like you try to smoke them? You try to like like and you like puff out and you feel <laughs> no. like you were like twenty five. <laughs> no, I did that. My yeah, I did it. Actually, you know why I did it the most frequently? I did it at my synagogue. <laughs> when I was like when I was like nine with with all of my my friends. I don't know. That makes sense to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh Cameron's favorite there is Smarties to uh to smoke. Um yeah, next next <laughs> next matchup is Kit Kats versus Lifesavers. Yeah. That that's another easy one for me, Kit Kats. Yeah, I think I I put Kit Kats here as well, but yeah. I've never been a huge Kit Kat guy. Yeah, I they're up there for me, definitely top five. I've, I really I try to like them, and they're up there for a lot of people, and I just don't get why I don't like them. I don't know because there are other wafers that I like as well, and it's just interesting. Yeah, but also it should be noted that. There are multiple types of lifesavers. If it's like if it's like the gummy kind, mm. it's it becomes a way yeah, I don't discussion. I don't eat many lifesavers. Um so that, that one was an easy one for me. Uh next matchup, MMs versus Tootsie Rolls, which I feel like, come on. I love Tootsie Rolls. It's it's MMs I really all do. day. I don't like Tootsie Rolls at all. I, I love Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Um M&M's, I'm, I'm going to give M&M's the win here. Yeah. I think peanut M&M's specifically are like, I think in my pantheon of best candies. For sure. Yeah. Peanut M&M's are probably better than the normal ones, I think. I think I, I just, I can't do the, the straight chocolate. I need something to, to cancel that out, to give it right. a new exciting twist. Yeah. So this next matchup is... This is a strange one. One, one we're, we're not too familiar with. So I think the guy I, that does this is yeah, so, Canadian. So Ezra lives in Canada. Yeah. And I guess they have some, they have some different kinds of candies over there. Yeah. Because up next, the five seed Fuzzy Peaches is up against Twix. Which I've never Twix had Fuzzy is the, Peaches. Twix is the 28th seed. Twix is the 28th <laughs> seed. I don't know what the kids in Canada are smoking. Twix, I think, are also in my pantheon. Yeah. This is an easy Twix for me. I love Twix. Yeah. I have no idea what fuzzy peaches are. Never but they must be life. really good because 
they would get second place in the entire bracket. They lose to Reese's uh, Cups at like the in in the championship round. But I don't know what fuzzy peaches are, but apparently the like, the greatest candy of all time. No idea. And Twix is arguably like my number one. It's up there yeah. with Kit Kat and Reese's for me. Twix are so it's so good. Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, licorice versus gummy bears. I hate licorice. I don't like licorice. I really don't. I love gummy bears. And you know, I'm not like a huge gummy bear guy, but like it's easy over licorice. Um, I I don't have gummy bears too often. I, I love gummy bears though. So it's like, it's still any, yeah, either way, licorice sucks. So they lose. (laughs) Next matchup, Um, Swedish fish versus gummy worms. Yeah. And I think... In like in a vacuum, I think I might put gummy worms over Swedish fish, but it's just it's weird to me that I pick gummy bears and gummy worms because then I just feel uh, like gummy bears is winning twice. It's yeah. just like this. It, it's like different. the same material but like in different forms. So I think just for like for just for diversity's sake, I kind of want to <laughs> put Swedish fish through. All right. Well, I'm going gummy worms. I don't really like Swedish fish very much. Um, and I, I think gummy worms are different. A bunch of them, but they're like they're exciting. Huh. All right. Um, the next matchup is starbursts versus airheads. Starburst for sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't like airheads. Um, do I? Starbursts. Like I'm not. I'm not a huge starburst guy, but like they're it, they're fine. Starburst. I'm, I'm more of like a, a chocolate. So guy. much better. Starburst would be so much better if they didn't come individually wrapped. I think. What's the alternative? Putting them in like a big bag and not individually wrapping them. Oh, I see. Yeah, there's, I, I there's, think they'd stick though. So, they wouldn't stick so. like enough for it to be like more inconveniencing than the wrappers are themselves. I feel Plus, like if it was that easy, like they would have done it that way. Like they've tested or maybe, this probably, or maybe they're over just. Over again. Maybe they're just, I don't know, maybe they're just stuck in their ways. I don't know. Sure. I just feel like Starburst definitely don't benefit from the, from the individually wrapped thing. Yeah. I think that's um, one of their major downfalls. Yeah. Plus, Airheads, like, okay, Max was calling me crazy for this earlier when we were talking about this. But I, I used, I didn't, like, I didn't just bite off the Airhead and then chew it and then bite off another piece and then chew it. I would kind of, like, like kind of like second, and like a lollipop. Yeah, kinda. And I would like, I kind of like, like, like try to like disintegrate it with my tongue, and like shave it down a little bit. It was like a game, but it also like it would like scrape my tongue, and then my tongue hurt for like a few days afterwards. So I had like PTSD from that, which is another reason they lose. All right. There we go. Um, the next matchup, Mentos versus Skittles. Like I've never had Mentos just by itself. I feel like their 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 purpose is to make Snake Coke explode. Things. Yeah. So Skittles, like I'm not even a Skittles guy either. Like I love Skittles. Yeah. And they're um, fine. They're good. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm sure they it's are. Just, I've just never had them. Yeah, there's just you can't really I mean Skittles are too iconic. Ooh. I didn't realize this this was a matchup. Jolly Ranchers versus Cotton Candy. I didn't put Cotton Candy in like the candy category, but I guess it has it in the name. I feel like it's it's well, very different. 
this this cotton candy is more of like a confectionery kind of thing. I mean, I feel. I guess I'll go cotton candy here because, like, if cotton candy is available, I'm gonna go take it because it's just not I, available. The problem I have with cotton candy is that it makes everything sticky. Like I, I can't eat it, and then like I need to wash my hands directly after I eat cotton candy. Yeah, but that's the same thing for something like ribs, and everyone loves ribs, right? Right. Well, no, but that's I feel different. like that's like like a ribs like a side are effect. way better in their field than cotton candy is in its field. Yeah, but for me, I don't even know what the of cotton candy. I don't even know what the field is for cotton candy. Like for me, I just can't associate it with like. Hershey's Kisses and like, you know, Snickers. Like, it, it doesn't fit for me, but then I don't know where else to put it. So, also, I uh, just overall, Jolly Ranches are fantastic. I don't, yeah, I don't think fine. there's really anything that can hold. I mean, the, the blue Jolly Rancher is elite. It's, it's like the blue Jolly Rancher should have its own thing. Yeah. I just, Con Candy, there's, too much risk for not enough reward, I feel. Right. Interesting. Like, I'm not pleased enough to also be sticky. All right. <laughs> Next matchup Snickers versus Jelly Beans. Snickers. Yeah. I mean, Jelly Beans suck. Who, who, I'm sure there are people that like Jelly it's, Beans, but like, Jelly Beans on. are like Russian roulette with, with yeah. candy. And then they make those, like, those bad tasting ones that yeah, people like, actually why would get. You even buy that. I don't, I don't understand know. the point. Why would know. you make a bad candy worse for the fun yeah. of it? Um, this next matchup is another, I guess, Canadian one. Sour Keys versus Sour Keys Mars, versus Bar. Mars Bar. I think I, I've, I've heard definitely, of Mars Bar. I definitely had like a Mars Bar before, but and it, I think it's just like a standard. Shop I'm looking at a picture. Yeah, I don't. I've Doesn't heard Mars, of it. I've never like, also owned like. Pretty sure Mars like owns like a bunch of different candy companies. All right. But I've also I've I've never heard of Sour Keys, so I'm gonna give yeah. Mars bars the win here. I guess I guess we kind of have to. Um, yeah. The next one, Coffee Crisp versus mm-hmm. Laffy Taffy. Don't know what Coffee Crisp is. Don't Laffy like Laffy Taffy. Taffy so I, I Laffy Taffy. Guess that, I have to go with Coffee Crisp. I don't know. I mean, Laffy Taffy kind of comes back to the whole like unwrapping a Laffy Taffy is one of the five most frustrating activities in the face of the earth. It's impossible. It it's literally impossible. Good. And it, it, just, uh, yeah, it doesn't even taste good enough to be wrapped like that. Like, why would you do that? Yep. Plus, I like coffee, so. There you go. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm like sure coffee, coffee crisp is good. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. Uh, next matchup is... Toblerone? I don't know if I'm saying that Toblerone right. Toblerone versus Pop Rocks. That, that's like the, the triangular prism-shaped candy. Look at a picture of it. I think you'd recognize it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh, that makes it tougher. Prob- I probably like, that. I, I don't like Pop Rocks. I, they make my tongue feel weird, and they sound weird, and they don't even taste good enough. All right, yeah. I think I, I agree there. Yeah. Um. Second to last matchup, Hershey's Kisses versus Nerds. This this one I had more difficulty than I than I thought because I'm usually more of a chocolate guy, but I feel like Hershey's yeah. Kisses are like just just chocolate. Right. I Hershey's I can't do like I can't do a regular Hershey's bar. 
because it's just it's too much like i need I need it to be like in a s'more or I need it to have almonds or something like that. Like yeah. I can't. I mean, you do... can't do it without like milk or water. Right, right, right. Yeah. It, it just makes your throat kind it's of too feel much. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think nerds taste better, but I feel like, I feel like Hershey's kiss just in terms of like how iconic it is, is on like that. Like, yeah. Toward the top of the pyramid. The SpongeBob know? of candy. Yeah. <laughs> one interesting metaphor to use for that well you know iconic not necessarily the best but just but influential it's, and it's iconic. everyone influential that is a good way to describe hershey's kisses <laughs> yep i think hershey's i'm gonna go with nerds here one. yeah i think i'm going yeah with nerds um last matchup yep sour patch kids versus yep. lollipops I don't really like. I'm not a lollipop guy. I I love lollipops. I mean, you're, it's. I feel like it's just boring. You're just like, I don't know. It takes yeah, okay. too long. The problem I have with the wording on this one is that lollipop can mean a wide variety of things. That's true. Is there's it like a lot of, like a is it like roll the tootsie or... roll thing where there's like chocolate at the middle and there's like the candy on the outside or is it like one of those like dum dums or is it like one of those swirly things? Yeah, yeah there's a lot of a lot of room to a lot of different options i think i'm going sour patch kids i love sour patch kids i love sour patch kids i really do but sour patch kids are another one that like my tongue kind of hurts afterwards because i try like rub all the candy off or i like rub all this like this the sour stuff off and then eat the sweet part so my tongue always hurts a little bit after that and if I'm putting Sour Patch Kids up against, like, the Tootsie Roll, the Tootsie Pops, I think Tootsie Pops are the best form of lollipop. It, it's, like, almost a tie for me. I'm going to say, I'm going to say lollipop here. Ooh. Because right now, wow. I'd rather have a lollipop instead of Sour Patch Kids. But, like, in 20 minutes, that's something. No, I'm hip. I'm hip. Yeah. Those are very equal in my mind. Yeah. So that was the uh, the candy bracket. I'm, I'm sure you guys enjoyed that. If you um, guys want to take a look at any more of these tournaments, follow Ezra Rubinoff on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll do some too. Um, yeah, we'll definitely. He he has a few more coming out. There's a city one that's yeah. actually just finishing up as we speak. Yep. So we will we'll do a lot more as as they get created. Yep. Um, but that sort of wraps up this this podcast. Um, and this ends the whole Jordan the whole series Jordan thing. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be back soon for some some more entertainment for you guys. Um, make sure <laughs> if you're not uh, subscribe on YouTube, hit that like button. You know all that jazz. Um, tell your friends about us. You know, we, we don't get a ton of views or listens. Um, so the, the more Share. the merrier. Advertise. Yes. Um, so, yeah, until next time, we will see you later. All right, guys.